Amen. Glory to God. Psalms 118.24 decrees and declares this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. And truly we want to take this opportunity tonight to welcome each of you to Fresh Fires uh, Sunday Night Live. I am the host and the visionary prophet B.K. Thompson, and we're grateful, amen, to have each of you on the line tonight. We praise God for his goodness and his mercy, his loving kindness and tender mercy. We praise God for um, all that he has done, for all that he's doing, amen, and for the things that he is still yet getting ready to do. Amen. We praise God on tonight for each and every one of you that have joined us. Amen. Um, Guests 8, 9, and 10, uh, God bless you. Prophet Larry Hanora, um, God bless you. Amen. My mother is online tonight. God bless you. Uh, Pennsylvania, God bless you. Pastor Annie Hines, uh, Sister Jazzy, uh, Pastor Jackie Harrington. Um, New Jersey, amen, is on the line tonight, Um, amen, Uh, West Pennsylvania, we praise God for each of you on tonight, we praise God for our speaker of the hour, amen, in the person of Pastor Prophet Marvin Prevost, amen, of Extreme Ministries, Oak Hill, West Virginia, amen, we praise God for him at all times, it's been a minute Amen, since he's been on to deliver the word of the Lord, but we're grateful to God to have him in our midst on tonight. Amen. Um, We praise God for um, just each and every one, just for the goodness of God. We are excited, amen, um, at just how good God has been and for the ways uh, he's made, the doors he's opening. Amen. Truly, I don't know who. Wouldn't serve a God like this, but I'm grateful, amen, tonight to be a part of what he is doing and not literally on the outside looking in, amen. Um, We are going to uh, get ready to move forward, amen, in uh, the service before we do, amen. I am going to ask uh, Pastor Annie Hines if she would open us with a word of prayer on tonight, amen. Amen, amen. Heavenly Father, right now, God, we come on this evening thanking you for your grace and yet your mercy. We come on this evening, God, touching and agreeing for every ear that's on this line, for every family that is represented on tonight. Father, we come to hear a word from you, God. We thank you for what you have done for us throughout this day. Have You have watched over us, each one of us, God. You have ordered our steps. We have heard you, God. We have obeyed you, God. And now, Father, as we come to yet the to get the, the virtual restored back to the ones that is, is, is itching ears to hear a word from you on God. We ask in the name of Jesus, God, that you speak through your prophets, God, that you continue, God, to allow us, oh, God, to be in your presence one more time. Father God, we just want to say thank you right now for everyone, God. Thank you right now for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you right now, God, for all, God, that is on this line for a reason, a purpose, and a mission. We said thank you. Oh, God, we just praise your name this evening. We magnify you this evening. We lift you up this evening. We glorify you on this evening. God, we exhort your name, none other than the matchless name of Jesus. God, we say thank you 
right now, God, for all that you have done. God, as we begin to listen, touch, and agree, and God, and unspoken and even for requested prayers, we ask right now, God, that you build us up. But we're torn down, God, and just able us, oh God, to make it throughout this evening. And Lord, we'll be careful, hallelujah, to give you all praise, glory, yet, and honor. For it's in the mighty and precious name of Jesus that we pray, touch, and agree on this evening. Amen, 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 and thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. We praise God on tonight, and we thank you, um, Pastor Annie, for opening us up in prayer. Amen. Truly, the Lord is good on tonight, and he's worthy to be praised. Amen. We're just excited, amen, um, at the goodness of God and what God is doing, has done, and is about to do. Amen. Um, Sometimes I just sit back and I look and see everything that God has done, and I get excited, amen, just to see uh, the hand of God at work, and I bless God on tonight. Amen. Uh, we praise God for Central New Jersey. Amen. Um, Mother Regina Carter. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Michigan. We're grateful to God for each of you, amen, that are coming on the line on tonight. Uh, briefly, we're going to open the line at this time. If there's anyone with a praise report or a testimony, the word of God lets us to know that we are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Amen. So at this time, if there's anyone on the line with a praise report or a testimony, you can feel free to uh, leave your praise report or testimony at this time. I would like to give a praise report. Uh, My brother-in-law's daughter had just told me... uh, yesterday about a situation where she was involved in a, well, what could have been a accident. She said she had, like, crossed the median at the interstate, and she could actually see, she got over to the other side of the lane of traffic, and she could see a, a semi just, like, coming her direction. She said she just closed her eyes, and I, I think she said it was just seconds later she opened her eyes back up, and nothing had happened, and she couldn't see anything. So it's just like God miraculously just allowed the what could have been to not to be. So I, I just want to praise God for that, that, that she's here to be able to relate that story, and, and nothing occurred. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God is a keeper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is there anyone else with a praise report or a testimony? Hallelujah. I, I bet Pastor Annie's over there trying to hold back the reins because she got so much she can praise shout about right now. Oh, praise God. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just talking. Praise God. The phone on mute. I just want to, yes, prophet, uh, BK. Uh, you know my status. Some of you all knew my status and where I was living at. I just want to praise God and just let you all know I've been trying to get on the line, but yet I've been moving in the process. But on the 14th of this month, of last month, I signed a lease, praise God, for another year in air condition. God has been moving. God has been doing great things. And he has given me double for my trouble, just being faithful, just believing and calling on the prayer warriors, believing calling on the prayer intercessors, believing, calling on the prayer partners, and God has moved on my behalf. 
Thank you, Pastor Marvin. Thank you, Prophet BK. Thank you, Mother Regina Carter. And all the ones, praise God, that were sincere prayer warriors. God has answered my prayer, and he is yet increasing my territory, things that I just didn't even expect, didn't even expect. Listen to other praying for other folks, and God has now, praise God, granted me. And I, that's my praise and testimony. I just cannot praise my God enough. And for that, I just want to say thank God for everybody because I believe in an overflow. Amen. I believe in an overflow. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Hallelujah. What look as the old things would say, won't he do it? <laughs> won't he do just that? My God. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. The song yeah. said Jesus Never will work it out. Amen. If you let him. Yes, ah, he will. God. See, don't start nothing, yes, won't be nothing. <laughs> Jesus, have mercy. He will work it out. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I'm telling you, we were we 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 were having our new members class this morning, Vision and Foundation, and the pastor said one thing that was so vital. Uh, he was wrapping up the next to the last lesson uh, for the classes, and uh, we were dealing with finances on today, and we we were talking about um, sowing and reaping and things of that nature, and uh, he said so many times. Uh, people don't want to sow. They don't want to. They don't want to release their finances um, into the body of Christ. And he said so many times, um, the saints of God have, have got it misconstrued. They 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 will give their money, looking for money in return. He said, not understanding and realizing the blessing of the Lord can come in many different ways, but. But until the body of Christ begins to shift that mentality and takes their eyes off of the people and focus on the God of their salvation and realize that they're sowing into the harvest God has promised them, they won't be able to see that release. They won't be able to see that open door. And I'm telling you so many times, it pays, y'all. It's a blessing. I, I am finding out myself to pay your tithes and your offering because, I mean, it unlocks portals. It unlocks blessings. And I'm telling you, so many times we don't see the manifestation right off, and sometimes we may begin to wonder and ponder and question God, but I'm telling you, God always shows himself mighty. He always shows himself strong. I'm telling you to... Those songs that he may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. God is a mind-blowing God. If you just take him at his word and trust him to do what he said he would do. I remember uh, I saw a poster several years ago, and so many times we wait and we trust and we, we are believing God to do things. And when God doesn't move, when we expect him to move, sometimes doubt will, 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 will set in and doubt will try to creep in to our spirit. But we have to remain focused. And it's when doubt comes in, the, the seed of doubt is Amen. planted, that, and we begin to focus on that doubt that God can't do what he needs to do. And I'm telling you, Lord have mercy. Hmm. Just, just to hear Pastor Annie's testimony and to see 
where God has yes. brought her from. Oh, they had a tornado warning up in Lake County. God is an awesome God. The wind bends up thick enough. The trees that Amen. hang on. If we just trust him and take him at his word. That way, yeah. He would do what he said he would do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. He's a wonder, y'all. He's a wonder. God is good. I bless him. Is there another praise report or testimony on tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you. Hello. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there another praise report or testimony? Hallelujah, God. Mm, Thank you, Lord Jesus. If not, we're going to move right along. God bless you, guest 11. Amen. Welcome on tonight. We praise God for uh, each of you that are still coming on to the call. I have a testimony I'd like to give. Yes, ma'am, Pastor Guinevere. Hi. Praise the Lord, everybody. Um, I'm not one to generally testify all the time, but I would be very remiss uh, if I did not thank God for just his goodness. It was a year ago yesterday that um, the Lord blessed my family and I uh, with a home debt-free. A friend, well, one of my husband's students that he taught 30 years ago, uh, bought and paid cash for the house that I'm living in, Mm. and um, the house sitting empty was valued at $380,000, and um, so they paid cash uh, because it was in foreclosure, uh, like $207,000 thousand dollars and um when i say god did it and when i went to look at this house um the lord said go look for what you want and at that time i could not afford it but i knew god could (laughs) all right and uh so we went to look at it and it was in a neighborhood that i used to live in and um the realtor took us And when we walked in, she said, God said, there is a private lender for you all that will buy this house. And then before we got ready to leave, God told my husband, he said, put your sound in this house. So we began to just worship, sing a worship song. And uh, 30-some days later, uh, the house was bought and paid for. So it was a year, even though I'm not home but it was a year yesterday that God worked uh, a miracle out for my family and I, and I was listening to uh, the pastor who just signed another lease. And um, I don't know who you are uh, or even where you live, but God said he is no respecter of person. And if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. And there are wise men looking for you. And that was part of my um, thing that won't give me all of last year, that wise men were looking for us. 
and they were going to bless us. So I thank God the wise man found us, paid for our house cash, and we're living in it today. So that is my testimony. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, Won't he do it? <laughs> over and over and over and over. Yes, God. Hallelujah. See, 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 one thing I've been taught uh, down through the years, I've always been taught to rejoice with those that do rejoice because if they've already gotten theirs, I know I'm next in line. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know that mine is coming right around the corner, so I praise God Hmm. to see what he's doing for Pastor Hines, Pastor Guinevere. The people of God, God is an awesome God. He's amazing, y'all. If you just trust him and take him at his word. Yes, yes, yes. All it takes is faith the size, the grain of a mustard seed. And if you Mm. ever saw a mustard seed, a mustard seed is so tiny. But if it slipped out of your finger, you would lose it and wouldn't be able to find it. Faith that size. Thank you. Hi. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. I get excited. Yes. Because I know that I know prayers and petitions I have up before the Lord. I might not see them right now, but I know that mine is on the way. Yeah, God. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. I bless him. Hmm. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. Glory be to your name, God. It's a wonder. Amen. We have several guests, amen, coming into the chat room. God bless each of you. On tonight, guests 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. We bless God for uh, each of you on tonight. I tell you what, I don't know what God's getting ready to do on tonight, but I'm about to get out the way that this man of God will have plenty of time, amen, to flow however the Lord would lead him to flow, amen. He is no stranger to us. Amen. He's been on uh, Talk Shoe uh, three or four different times uh, to minister the word. Amen. For those uh, of you who do not know him, amen, um, we want to uh, just let you know that we do have a man, uh, have a man of God on the line tonight that hears uh, directly from the throne room of heaven. Amen. I have known uh, this man of God since I was nine or ten years old, and I'm 33 years old now. Amen. And um, and just to see where God has brought him and his wife uh, is just amazing. Uh, just to see everything that God has done and things that God is doing, and even to be in anticipation of what God is about to do. Amen. Um, it just blows you away. I remember uh, when I first met him, he was so quiet. He was so timid and he was so shy. Amen. But God uh, brought him out of that shy place and broke him out the cave. And now he's on fire, extreme and dangerous. Amen. Ready to go forth and to destroy the kingdom of the enemy. Amen. Him and his wife are the founders of Extreme Ministries. 
amen, in the city of Oak Hill, West Virginia, amen, submitted to the tutelage of Bishop Salmon, amen, Pastor Lena Calloway, amen, uh, Oak Hill, West Virginia, Spirit and Truth Ministries, amen, awesome uh, man and woman of God, amen, awesome ministry, amen, and God has given him a vision and a mandate, amen, to go forth, amen, and to um, to pour into the leadership, pour into the men and women of God, as well as to destroy the kingdom of the enemy. And we're excited, amen, to have uh, him on the line tonight because I do believe that there is a word uh, from the Lord, amen. God has given him an awesome uh, prophetic intercession prayer line every Monday night. I'm telling you, God has been moving even on the line, and we, we've been seeing the hand of God at work Amen. And God is just awesome. It's amazing uh, just to see what God is doing so quickly and so fast. Amen. And just so rapidly. And hallelujah. And I praise God because the word of God lets us to know, amen, that we, that, that we would know the men and women of God by the fruit that they bear. Amen. The word of God tells us to know those who labor among us. And I know on tonight, amen, that this, amen, is a man of God who has been chosen, anointed, and appointed, amen, for such a time as this. And I believe that God has impregnated, amen, a rhema word in his mouth all tonight for the body of Christ. So I encourage you, amen, just to shift your mindset, get in position, fasten your seatbelt, amen, and get ready for what God's about to take us on tonight, amen. Um, all the way from the great city and state of Oak Hill, uh, West Virginia, it's an honor and a privilege to welcome back to the call, amen, in the form of ministry on tonight, amen, none other than Pastor Prophet Marvin Prevost, God's people, God's people, Pastor Prophet Marvin Prevost, God bless you, man of God. Uh, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can you hear amen. me? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just go straight into prayer. God, we thank you so much. And, God, we worship you today, God. We love you with everything in us on tonight, God. We love you for everything that you've done, what you're going to do, what you're about to do, what you're going to do in the future, how you're setting up things for our future, God, because you have an expected end for every one of our lives. God, you have a destiny and a plan and a purpose that has to come to pass in every person on this call on tonight, God. And so, God, I speak into the lives of your people on tonight, God, that they will be blessed beyond measure, God, that they will move exceedingly abundantly and above what they can ask or think, Father, that they will receive the blessings that they have never received before, God, that you promised them from the foundations of the world, God. God, we love you on tonight, God, because even though we don't see everything that you're doing, God, we know that you're doing it behind the scenes. Even though we may not see it in the natural, God, we know that in the spirit it is done. Even though, God, that we haven't seen it and felt it and touched it in the natural, God, but we know tonight that you are taking care of that thing and you're setting it up and you're establishing it for us. God, and we thank you for it tonight, God. So allow me to speak anything that you want me to speak, Father. Remove me, God, so that you can be glorified in everything on tonight, God. Let me speak only what you have me to speak. If it's five minutes or 20 minutes, God, whatever it is, and then shut my mouth, Father. I ask you 
in the name of Jesus. And we love you, Lord, and we praise you tonight. Amen. We're going to go straight into Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8 and verse 4. And it is awesome to be on the call tonight. I do thank you for Prophet for allowing me to be on the call for God speaking to you to allow me to be on here. I just, it's an honor and it's a privilege to speak to God's people. Amen. No matter where that you are in all the different states, God is just doing great things. And so I believe that, and I know he's doing it in your life, one tonight. But um, Acts chapter 8, and we're going to start actually in verse 2. And it says, On that day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen, and more deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women, and he put them into prison. Those who who had been scattered preached the word of God wherever they went. I want to say that one again. Those who had been scattered Remember, those who had been persecuted, who who Saul had went in and dragged them out of their homes and put them in prison and put them probably in dungeons and put them in holes and did anything that he felt like he wanted to do to them. But wherever that they were scattered, wherever God's people were scattered, the word of God was being preached anyway. I love that. And so (laughs) Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs that he had performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. Let me say that part again. When the crowds heard Philip, that's the key point there, when the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs that he had performed, they all paid close attention to what he was saying. For with streets, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. But there was great joy in that city. And the title for tonight um, that I want to share with you is that it, it's time for us to speak into the atmosphere to change our cities. It's time for us to speak into our own atmospheres. And, and the Lord told me to tell you, don't you dare shut up. Don't you dare be quiet. Don't you dare close your mouth because the things that God has put in your mouth to speak definitely and will change the atmospheres of the cities, of the towns, of the houses, of the communities that you are living in. See, in today's society, as we see that the sin is just running rapid all over the United States, all over the world, just not in the United States, but all over the world, sin is running rapid, and people are not afraid to speak out against 
Christians. They're not afraid to speak things of unholy living. They're not um, scared to speak out things of, of different lifestyles and alternate lifestyles and alternate marriages and all of that. They're not scared to speak out. And, and, and as I thought about it, people began to speak things against God, but they were speaking things into the, into the atmosphere, and it began to even change the atmosphere, even in a negative way. If we see today out in the world, people are just speaking all different. I'm not talking about church people. I'm talking about the world. They are speaking things crazy out there, but it is changing the atmosphere, things that were not allowed five years ago, things that were unheard of 15 years ago, things that people would not have even dared to, to even actually do 25 years ago. They are speaking these things out into the atmospheres yeah. of their towns, their communities, and it is changing people for the worst. And so when God says that we can speak things, that we have the power of death and life and the power of the tongue, I believe that that's just not talking about the church world, but people out there can speak things into their own atmospheres and change lives of what they speak and see, oh, my Jesus. So what is going on even in our schoolhouses today that they're promoting homosexuality, they're promoting um, different lifestyles, they're promoting all of these different things, but they're speaking these things into the atmosphere, and it is changing the thoughts of people, it's changing the minds of people, and they're shifting from uh, from a holiness lifestyle over to an unholy and ungodly lifestyle. And so people are just speaking things, and, and the church seems like that we're getting quieter and we're getting quieter. It seems like the church is not speaking the things that God had told us at one time to speak. We used to speak about um, hell, fire, and brimstone. You don't hear that anymore. People begin to speak against own holy living. We don't hear about that anymore. Now we're accepting of everything and everyone, my God, just so that we can get a few more dollars in in our churches. But, but see, God is saying to us today that we must begin to speak speak things into the atmosphere, and us as Christians, we better not close our mouth. See, you see, people, they are brave. They will walk up to us and tell us who they think that we are. They sit here and tell us, well, you're not allowed to judge people. They sit here and tell us that, that we're not saved. They sit here and tell us that we're not called to preach. They sit here and tell us that we're not this and we're not that. People tell us all different type of things, and if we listen it will even change our atmosphere. It will even change our lives. I remember when I first got saved, and I shared this before, that people told me that I was not called, well, not when I first got saved, but when I first got called to preach, people were telling me, you're not called to preach. God's not calling you to preach. And if I would listen to what they were speaking out in the atmosphere, then it would have changed what God had spoken over my life because I would have begun to listen to the foolishness. I began to listen to what the enemy was trying to stop me from doing. Uh, I don't know about all of you, but, but I don't know if you've ever been in situations where people began to speak things over you, mm, and, and you felt that struggle, you felt that fight, you felt that thing in the spirit where you were fighting up against that thing. 
I remember when I was young and people began to speak over me and say that I was a nerd or I was this or I was ugly or I would just be like my um, so-and-so a drunk or I would just be like such and such and I would never amount to anything. And they were speaking things into my atmosphere. And if I would have listened, that I would have been just like so-and-so. I would have been a drunk just like a family member. I would have been on suicide just like someone else. I would have tried to do this and do that, but I had to begin to listen to the voice of God. And see, until we really begin to speak and listen to the voice of God and begin to speak what God has told us to speak and not be scared to speak what God tells us to speak, then, oh, my God, then we will never accomplish what God is telling us. But, see, if we look at this, and I'm not going to be long tonight because God is just saying that we dare not shut our mouths, so we got to speak into our own atmospheres. But you see there, it's all there in Acts where Philip, he began to speak into the atmosphere of Samaria, and it changed Samaria. One person. We say, well, what, what what can one person do? I'm just somebody in Oak Hill, West Virginia. I'm just somebody in Mount Oak, West Virginia. I'm just somebody in, in Pennsylvania. I'm just someone in Virginia. I'm just someone in Pittsburgh. I'm just someone in New Jersey. I'm just someone in, in Iowa. But God is saying that just as one person fell up, even though he was scattered from his home, he continued to preach the word of God. And because Philip began to continue to speak, he continued to proclaim the Messiah there. People began to listen, and lives were changed. The atmosphere was changed. The city was changed. Paralyzed people and lame people were being healed. Spirits were coming out of people because of what one man spoke into existence. Don't you dare say, that because of who you are or what your past used to be or who you used to be in the past, don't allow that to stop you and who God is saying that you are today. That God can use whomever he wants, and he will use whoever he wants. We were in a situation just today where we were around family members who didn't believe in women preachers. We were around family members who didn't believe that women were called. And my wife had a minister today, and she had a minister in, in dance as well. And that because of people's opinions, that it could have altered her, it could have stopped her from doing what God had called her to do. That they were trying to speak into her atmosphere, that she wasn't called to preach, that women were not called to preach. They were trying to stop her from what God called her to do. And if she would have listened, she would have sat down and she wouldn't have said anything. She wouldn't have danced. She wouldn't have done anything that God called her to do. But she did it today. And so what we have to do is that we have to speak what God has told us to speak. We have to say what God has called us to say. we got to proclaim what God has called us to proclaim. And we got to be obedient and do what God has said for us to do. Today, God is saying for each and every one of us, don't you dare shut up. No matter how hard it is, no matter what you're going through, no matter the frustration, no matter the heartache, no matter the, the hard times, 
no matter what people believe in you or not, no matter what people say about you, no matter what people feel about you, no matter if people laugh at you or, or scorn at you, no matter what all they say, you have to continue to speak what God has told you to speak. You must continue because in Proverbs 18 and and 21, it does say that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. If you love to speak a life, then you will speak the fruit of life. But if you love to speak death and speak things that that, that are not beneficial, then that's what's going to happen in your life. But you've mm-hmm. got to speak things into existence. You've got to speak those things. You've got to speak life over you. Quit speaking death over your situation. Quit speaking and saying that I will, well, I will never, I'm never able to do it, or I'm too young, or I'm too old, or I'm too this, or I'm too that, or, or people don't love me, people don't like me. I was sharing with Prophet Brian a while ago. I said, you know what, I, I didn't want to do the pastor's um, leadership because I, I felt like the people wouldn't come if I was speaking. And I began to speak that into existence. I began to speak that, and God stopped me, and he, God even rebuked me. He said, don't you dare speak that over you. He said, don't you dare speak that. Prophet Brian, don't you dare think that whoever gets on this call that that if somebody, if one person or 50 people get on the call, then it, it, that it makes you who you are. It doesn't matter who says who you are and who doesn't say that you are. But you're still who God spoke, who you are. You've got to be who God called you to be. See, I'm trying to encourage someone today because someone's going through some things. And the enemy's trying to make you think who you're not trying to make you think that you're not called, trying to make you think that you can't change anything, trying to make you think that, that, that you're not um, good enough because you, maybe you only have one member in your church or three members in your church or five members in your church, but it doesn't stop the fact of who God called you to be. See, so you've got to do what God called you to do. You've got to move in that, and you've got to speak those things that God told you to speak. If God told you to speak it, then you have to speak it. There's prophets on the call that sometimes we're scared to speak what God tells us to speak. But I want to speak over every prophet tonight that you will speak everything that God has placed in you to speak because you can change the atmosphere of your house. You can change the atmosphere of your community. You can change the atmosphere of your city. You can change the atmosphere of the United States. One person can do it. God said if there was just ten righteous people, that he would spare the city. Can God find ten people just to speak life into the situation? Can God just find three people to speak life into a situation? Can God find one person to speak life into a situation? Are you that person that God is going to use to speak life into your situation, into the life of someone else, into the lives of your community? Instead of speaking that she will always be the way that she is, that, that she will never change, that she's always going to be a prostitute, that she's a, he's always going to be a drug addict, well, quit speaking those things and begin to speak what God has put in his word for each of us to speak. See, we love to gossip. We love to backbite. If we would pray the same way as we gossip, then the church world would be so on fire right now. If we would love the way that we hate more, oh, my God, then God would be able to use us in a greater way. 
see, we got to speak everything that God has put in us to speak. Don't you dare shut your mouth when you're going through your test. Don't you dare shut your mouth when you're going through your frustration. Don't you dare shut your mouth when you're going through your heartache. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, you're having a hard time. Yes, the finances are funny. Yes, the kids are acting up. Yes, your husband is acting a fool. Yes, your wife is acting like she lost her mind. But you still got to continue to speak until you see the change in your family. You got to continue to speak until you see the change in your home. You got to continue to speak until you see the change in your community. You got to continue to speak until you see what God sees. Oh, my God. You got to continue to speak until you see what God spoke. You got to continue to speak. Don't shut your mouth. Don't be quiet for anything. What God has put in you, I don't care if you're in the smallest community with three people, you speak over that community. It doesn't matter if all your children are acting a fool. It doesn't matter if all your children are out there in the world. It doesn't matter if all your children are on drugs. You can begin to speak today that your children are free, that your children are free from those things, that your children are saved, that your children are saved, sanctified, the field with the Holy Ghost, you can begin to speak those things and change your own atmosphere, just like Philip changed the atmosphere of Samaria. One person, one man, and one woman, one person can change all everything. And if you can get one person on fire, see, fire is contagious. If you can get one person on fire, you get two people on fire, three people on fire, four people on fire. But also gossip is contagious. Oh, my God. See, one person can start gossiping, then another person will start, then another person will start. See, whatever you start, whatever fire that you start, that's what's going to spread. And God is saying, are you going to spread the fire of life or are you going to spread the fire of death? What are you speaking today over your situations? Are you saying there's no way it could happen? Are you saying there's no way God can give me that car? Are you saying, well, there's no way that that house can come forth? There's no way that my kids can do this or my kids can do that. There's no way that this is going to happen. There's no way that that can happen. God is saying that it's time that we truly speak life into our situations and speak life into our cities and speak life into our atmospheres. And don't allow anyone to come into your atmosphere that tries to destroy what God has put in you. Don't let anyone come into your atmosphere and change your atmosphere. Don't allow anyone to come into your atmosphere to speak things that God did not put in you to speak. If they're speaking contrary, don't let them in your atmosphere. Don't let them in your house. Don't let them in your neighborhood. Don't let them in. But see, God is saying that we have been quiet for too long, prophet. We've been quiet for too long. We got to get bold. We have to be courageous. We got to speak into our own atmospheres, into our own homes. We got to speak over the enemy and make him get out of the home. See, I remember years ago, I, we lived at, when I first we first got married, and I lived in my mother-in-law's house for a while. My wife and I, my two kids, we lived there for a little while, about six months, and I'm like, I gotta go out of, I gotta get out of here. But I was there for about six months, and I remember one night I got up in the middle of the night, and as I was in the living room praying, I was in there praying, and I saw the enemy running. 
I, I could see him naturally, but in the spirit, but I saw uh, he was running. And I ran into the living room, and I began to rebuke the enemy. I began to speak against the enemy. And then he ran into the front porch where my kids are were. And my kid woke straight up out of his sleep and said, Daddy, there's a man over in the corner. He could see the enemy. And I began to rebuke the enemy again, and then he ran into the bedroom. And I can see this with my natural eyes, but he ran because there was confusion. He began to be confused because the word of God was spoken over him. So he ran into the bedroom. And my wife was sound asleep, and she woke right up out of her sleep speaking in tongues. And then he, and then God said, you've got to rebuke him out of the entire house because he was trying to find a place to hide in the house where he thought that I couldn't find him. So I had to rebuke him out of that whole house. But I had to speak. When I saw the enemy, I had to begin to speak against the enemy. I had to begin to speak what he was trying to do, speak against what he was trying to do. And many times, as saints of God, we have the power of the Holy Ghost in us. And when the enemy, he, he puts up his head against us, we back down. And we get quiet. We get scared. We get nervous. And we don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy is trying to shut our mouths. The enemy is trying to get you to shut up. The enemy is trying to get you to close your mouth so that you will not be able to speak out into the atmosphere. See, that's what fear does. Fear causes you to close your mouth. Fear causes you to, to, to back up and be quiet and to get scared and to get nervous and not to speak anything. But see, bold and courageous people, they speak things. Even in their scaredness, they still speak. Even when they get backed up in a corner, they still speak. And they still talk and they still go out there and do. Even in their scared time, they still speak. And the Lord is saying that it is time that us as the saints of God, that we must speak in our own atmospheres and change our own atmospheres. And it's time to quit complaining. It's time to quit gossiping. It's time to quit backbiting. It's time to quit talking about the saints of God. It's time to quit uh, uh, just speaking against each other and begin to speak life into our situation. See, we've got to focus on and talk about what God is doing in our lives. We've got to speak those blessings over our families. We've got to pray with praise and thanksgiving. We've got to use the, the prophetic scriptures to speak over our situations. And I hear somebody saying right now, well, I've done that already. I've already spoken scripture, and my children have not changed a bit. No, I've already spoken scripture. My husband hasn't changed a bit. I've already spoken scriptures, that, and nothing is changing. My finances are still crazy. But the Lord is saying, you've got to continue to speak it. Sometimes it takes time. So you, see, you can build a house, a little tiny doll house, in about 20 minutes. But when you, if you want a big five-story house, three-story house, it takes time for it to be built. And see, some situations in your life you can speak right now and it will change instantly. But sometimes you've got to continue to speak, continue to speak. Even if you don't see it, continue to speak it, continue to speak it. 
And I'm not talking about naming or claiming. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about speaking to change your atmosphere. And I'm sure that it took Philip more than one message to change the atmosphere. He preached the word. He preached where he went. He preached in the prisons. He preached where he went. And a lot of the people were changed. Uh And God is saying to speak. We're too quiet. The church is too quiet. We've been backed up in a corner. The world has backed us up in the corner. The enemy has backed us up in the corner. And we have become quiet. We have become scared. We were like, well, if we preach against that, I'm going to jail. Or if I say that, I'm scared that they're going to come and shut my doors. Well, if I say that, then I'm scared that they're going to come and do this, or they're going to come and do that, or they're going to take away my 501c, or they're going to do this or do that. But you've got to speak what God has told you. to say. If you speak it, it will change your atmosphere. So what are you scared of? Do you take the challenge today? Do you take what God is saying today? And are you going to continue to speak even if you don't see change today? Are you going to continue to speak if you don't see change tomorrow? Are you going to continue to speak if you don't see change next week or next month or next year? Is your language going to change if you don't see a change? Mm. See, something will change. Even your either your atmosphere will change or what you speak will change. If you don't see what God is speaking, either your atmosphere will change into what God's saying, or you're going to change what you say and you're going to begin to speak death over the situation. Mm. It's up to us. Come on. What, are you, what have you been speaking lately? I hear the Lord saying, "What have you been speaking lately?" Some of us have been speaking nonsense. Some of us have been speaking destruction. Some of us have been speaking disunity and discord among the brethren. Some of us have been speaking against our pastors and speaking against our leaders. Some of us have been speaking, uh, oh, Jesus, even some of us have been speaking against our own president. Why don't you pray for that man? Pray for him. Intercede for him that even his atmosphere and his decisions will change. Pray, intercede, but begin to speak what God has placed in you to speak. And I'm not talking again about name it or claim it, Mm. because that has destroyed destroyed so many people in the body of Christ. Name Mm, it or claim it. Claim it, claim it, claim it, claim it. Do you hear that all? Just claim it, claim it, claim it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about speaking into the atmosphere. I'm talking about changing the atmosphere and starting in your own home. How can you change the atmosphere of your country if you can't change your own atmosphere of your own house? Well, that's good. That's good. We try, uh, We heard someone today try to tell us how to deal with our, our kids. When their own household is a mess. <laughs> so you see, we're trying to change everybody else, trying to change everybody's life, and our own households are a mess. Begin to speak into your own household. And when your household changes, then it's going to permeate out, and it's going to change the next house. Then it's going to change the block. Then it's going to change the neighborhood. Then it's going to change the town, then the city, then the, then the county, then the state, then the nation, then the world. 
But God is saying, speak, church. Speak, saints of God. Don't back up. Don't back down. Don't give up for anything. Don't close your mouth. Don't stop speaking prophets. Don't stop speaking pastors. Don't stop speaking apostles, bishops, teachers, and evangelists. Don't, be, don't stop speaking. But speak what God has put in you to speak. And I promise you, through the Holy Ghost, it will change the atmosphere. It will change the atmosphere. I heard testimonies tonight that I'm sure that they were not speaking negative, but they got what God promised them. They began to speak those houses. They began to speak the leases being extended. They began to speak the houses that God promised them. They began to speak all of those things and believing what they spoke. And those things began to change in their lives, and they saw what God spoke. But if they began to speak, well, it would never happen. There's no way that could happen. I would never get that lease extension. I would never get that house. I would never get that. Then it would never would have happened. Come on. Evaluate yourself tonight and ask yourself tonight, what have, have I been speaking into my atmosphere? Ask yourself right now, what have I been speaking into my atmosphere? What have I spoke in my household? What have I spoke over my kids? What have I spoke over my husband, my wife? What have you been speaking? Jesus. Or or have you been cursing? Have you been cussing? Well, Father. So we got some cussing Christians. We got some cussing Christians. (laughs) Jesus. See, they get mad, they get aggravated, and the first thing they want to do is cuss. But the first thing that you should do is speak blessings, speak into your atmosphere. What have you been speaking lately? What have you been speaking lately? What have you been speaking lately? My God. John John 6 and 63, this is the words that I have spoken over you. They are full of the spirit and they are full of life. The words that I have spoken over you in John 6 and 63, it says that they are full of spirit and they are full of life. Mm. I love that. In 2 Corinthians 4, 13, it says, um, it says, I believe and so I spoke. We also believed and so we also spoke. It says that what they believe, they begin to speak it. What have you been speaking lately? Hmm. I want you to take a second and just think about that. Just take a second. Think about all that you've been through this year. Think about all that you've faced this year. Think about all what people have said against you this year. Think about all the obstacles that you've faced this year. And what have you spoken through those situations? What have you spoken out into the atmosphere in those situations? Have you spoken life or have you spoken death? Have you spoken life and life abundantly? Have you loved the fruit of life? Did you speak the fruit of life today? 
Come on. My God, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. God, I pray over your people right now. Right now, Lord. God, I pray, God, that we yes. will evaluate our own selves, God. We won't think about the next person. We won't think about the other person and what they've spoken. But, God, we will begin to do a self-examination on ourselves tonight. Thank you. And begin to look and see what have we been speaking lately into our own atmospheres. What have I been speaking or have I just shut my mouth completely? But God, 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 show us. Right now, Lord. Put back into us, God, what you put in us to speak on. Put it back into us. Allow it to come to life again in us, God, so that we can speak it again. Yeah, and that we will not believe the lies of the enemy. We will not speak the lies of the enemy, but that we will speak just like Philip spoke, and we will yeah, change yeah. our own atmospheres. Yeah. We will change our own families. We will change our own destinies because of what you spoke over us, God. Mm, my God. And then, God, re-show us what we need to speak, show us what we need to say, my God. Even in the middle of it, God, show us what we need to speak. Show us what we need to say. Show us how we need to respond. Show us how we need to be, God. Show us how we need to love. Show us how do we need. Oh, my God. And show us, God, when we've been gossiping. Show us, God, when we've been backbiting. Show us, God, when we've been speaking the wrong things, when we've been speaking against God. Just show us, God. Even myself, show me, God. Show me, God. What I've been doing wrong that has hindered my atmosphere from changing. Thank you. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So I speak right now over the lives of the people on this call. I speak into Mm. your atmospheres tonight. I speak into your lives tonight. I speak into your destinies through Christ tonight, that you will rise above and beyond everything that you're going to be encountering in the name of Jesus, that your joy will be overflowing, that your joy will be abounding, that your love will be abounding regardless of what you're going through. I speak that your children will be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost on tonight. I speak that your husbands will be in alignment with the Word of God, that your wives will be in alignment with the Word of God. I speak blessings over the people of God tonight, that they will walk in greatness, that they will walk in prosperity, that they will walk in gentleness, that they will walk in love, God, that they will walk in what you've called them to do. I speak that every prophet will prophesy according to your power in the name of Jesus, that every pastor will have members God in the name of Jesus and every apostle will have established ministries over them in the name of Jesus that every teacher will have a place to teach that every evangelist will have a place to preach God that you will speak over them tonight God and their atmospheres will be changed that their joy will be lifted up that their peace will be lifted up that their love will be lifted up that no depression will be over your people on tonight I speak against the 
depression over any person on this call on tonight, that you will no yeah. longer walk in depression in the name of Jesus, Ooh. that you will no longer walk in doubt in the name of Jesus, Thank that you. you will no longer walk in aggravation in the name of Jesus, that, but you will walk in love and peace and in yeah. a sound mind on tonight, that you will not yeah. walk as a schizophrenic Christian, but that you will walk in peace tonight in the name of Jesus, that your mind will not be wishy-washy, but that it will walk in peace on tonight. God, we thank you that you're thank speaking God. into our lives right now, that we're speaking what you told us to speak, that, that we speak the lives of prosperity. We speak the lives on tonight, God, that your glory will be done in each and every person on tonight in the name of Jesus. I speak every book will be written in the name of Jesus, and every poetry will be written in the name of Jesus, and every person that's supposed to be on television will be on television. Every person on radio will be on radio, Father. Every person that's supposed to be on social media that's ministering, that you'll put them on that social media. The blogs are supposed to be written, God, that the things that the the conferences are supposed to be done, everything that you have spoken, I speak that tonight in the name of Jesus, that it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. You better put that, oh my God, you better put that conference together, the Lord is saying. You better put that conference together. God, put it in you and put it together, and it will come to pass. Nothing will stop this thing that come to pass. Nothing will stop this prophetic conference from going forth in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you on tonight that you're changing our atmospheres, that you're changing our outlook, that you're changing our thoughts, God, that you're aligning us to what you are telling us to speak, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Mm -hmm. you, God. I speak that the sons and daughters will prophesy, that the old men will dream dreams, and the young men will see visions, God. I speak, God, that the young people will will be full of the Holy Spirit, that the youth, God, will speak in tongues, God, that the youth will prophesy, that the youth will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I speak over the lives of the people on tonight and over my life and over my family's life. That no weapon formed against my household shall prosper. No weapon shall prosper over Brian Thompson's household. No weapon will form over the prophetesses or the pastor's household or the churches on tonight. But that they will walk in what you have called them to walk in. God, we thank you. No weapon formed against us will prosper. But, God, in the end, we are winners. In the end, we shall prevail. In it, we will be more than conquerors. In it, we will, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We will walk in the victory tonight in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. And we praise you, God. We glorify you. We uplift you. Thank you. Don't be quiet any longer. And that's for somebody again. Don't be quiet any longer. Don't be quiet any longer. When things aren't going right, begin to speak what God says over that situation. Speak it. And it takes 10 years, you begin to speak it. If it takes 20 years, you continue to speak it. Because if God said it, then it has to come to pass. If God spoke it, it has to come to pass. Mm, 
And that's why God wants us to get in alignment with his spirit so everything that we speak will be in alignment with what he is speaking. When you become angry and you walk in anger, you get out of what God is speaking. Come on. You begin to speak out of anger. You begin to speak out of frustration. You begin to speak out of lonesomeness. You begin to speak out of aggravation. Come on. God is saying, stay close to him, and even in the middle of all of that, you will speak what he tells you to speak. Don't be quiet any longer, saints. Don't be quiet any longer. Don't close your mouth. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Bless your God. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, Lord. Uh, don't get weary in well-doing. Don't get weary in well-doing. For you shall reap if you faint not. Yes, Don't get yes, weary yes. in well-doing. I know that that scripture is thrown out there so much, but I just said, Lord, saying, Don't get weary in well-doing. For you will reap if you think, mm. or you will reap. You will reap. See, God is speaking that, so now we got to speak it. You yes. will reap if okay. you do not faint. If you faint, you will not reap. Jesus, Hallelujah. I remember when I was when we were kids, we liked to run our mouths. <laughs> we like to get that last word all the time. We want to just tell them off. Well, do you know what you can tell the enemy off by the words that you speak that God tells you to speak? See, it's time to run our mouth now. God has given us permission to run our mouth in the Spirit of God. He's going to run your mouth. <laughs> Run your mouth over your household. Run your mouth over your situation. Yeah. Run your mouth and speak yeah. life. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Run to your lips. Watch it out. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Work it out, God. Work it out. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. 
Thank mm, you. Thank you. Mm. I hear the Lord saying, it's worked out. <laughs> it's worked out. Hallelujah. It's worked out already. Mm. It's worked out. We don't have to ask God to work it out. Say, it's already worked out. It's already worked out for you. It's worked out. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Just changing our vocabulary just a little bit would just change so much in our lives. Change so much in our lives. I love that you said that. God will work it out. God's working out. He's worked it out already. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. He's worked it out. Thank you, God. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you. Oh, God, mm. you're worthy. Mm. Yes, he is. So worthy. Yes, he is. So worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Hallelujah, God. God. Good God Almighty. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Marvin, for your word. Thank you so much for your word. Hallelujah, God. Thank I was about to ask him, was he finished or was he waiting on Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. I do feel like the Lord is just saying that there's just someone saying, I've heard all of this before. I've heard this before. I've just spoken and I've spoken and I've spoken and I haven't seen things change. But but you just got to continue. You just got to continue. You got to continue just to speak and to speak. It says, those who love it, will mm-hmm. see the fruit of it, will eat the fruit of it. If you love to speak life, mm-hmm. the power of the tongue, if you love to speak life, and that's what you're going to see the fruit of. Mm-hmm. you got to make sure that in the middle uh, of your frustration, in the middle of just all the mess, and, and just in the middle of it all, look mm-hmm. at what you're speaking. What are you Glory. speaking we think that we're speaking, see, in one one moment we're speaking, well, yes, God, I believe. Yes, God, I believe. Yes, God, I believe. And then the next moment we're saying, I don't understand what's going on. Why is it happening? See, one breath we're speaking the life, and the next breath we're speaking doubt. One, month, one breath we're saying we believe God, and the next breath we don't understand. Right. See, see, that's where God is saying, look at what we're speaking. Look at it. What have we been speaking this year? What have we been speaking in our doubt, in our frustration, in our aggravation, in the situations? What have you? Well, what have we, us, all, me, you, all of us? What have we been speaking, or have we been speaking, or have we been quiet? Mm. Some of us have just shut our mouth and gave up and put up the white flag and said, "I surrender." 
Mm-mm. Some of us okay. just shut our mouth like some of us shut our mouth five months ago. Somebody said, I just shut mm-hmm. my mouth at the beginning of the year, and I decided I wasn't going to say nothing else. You threw up the white flag. Mm-hmm. But God never told us not to speak. He said to speak life. He said to speak life. So speak life. <laughs> and continue to speak it. See, it has to come to pass. Whatever, if you're speaking what God is saying to speak, it has to come to pass. Sometimes we speak what God is not saying. Mm-hmm. Do you know this morning there was somebody in my church, and I have a burden for them because they're sick. They're real sick. And I began to pray, and I said, God, I- I'm going to ask that you begin to heal this person. And before I can get it out of my mouth, God said, don't you ask for that. And it would have been good for that person to be here. And somebody might not understand that on the calls tonight. But God told me, don't pray for their healing just yet. Mm-hmm. He said, because I'm doing something through all of this in their life. And he said, and if you ask me to heal them now, he said, i got to honor that. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, don't ask yet. Mm-hmm. And that was hard. Because I see with my natural eyes, and I want that person healed. But God said, "Don't, don't ask yet." He said, "There's a timing." He said, "There's a timing for it." And he said, "Then I'm going to heal." He said, "But right now it's not the time." He said, "Don't ask." And as much as I didn't understand that, I said, "God, I don't understand. Why would you ask me that? Why would you ask me not to pray yet?" And that's what he said, because I have something in their life that I'm doing. And I'm taking them to a journey that they've never experienced before. Their faith is being built. Their joy is being built. I'm doing something in them. But I had to be in alignment with what God said. And the last thing I'm going to say is that I had a pastor tell me one time when I first began to, I guess you can say, operate in the prophetic, if that's what you want to call it, and a pastor told me, she said, speak from the spirit and don't yeah. speak from your emotions. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we can speak from our emotions because we care about somebody so much, because we love someone so much that we want to see things change in our life and that we begin to speak things that God really didn't say over the life or we're speaking out of compassion. Mm-hmm. And we're speaking because we want that situation to change. But she said, always pray or prophesy based on the Spirit of God mm-hmm. and not based on your emotions. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then, now at, at first I'm like, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what is she talking about? But after a while I understood that. Because so many times, I think, in the body, we have done that. We've spoken out of our emotions or we've spoken out of compassion for someone. And we didn't speak what God said. But we got to speak what God is saying for us to speak. And I'm done. I'm done. I think. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. What a word, what a word, what a word. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, confirmation. We, yes, we bless God tonight for Pastor Marvin, Prophet Marvin. Amen. Um, sharing the word of the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Mm. Thank you. God is something, I tell you, he really is. That he is. That he is. We're going to open the floor at this time for uh, remarks and comments, encouraging words. Um, first on my list is my mother. Uh, do you have any words tonight? That was an awesome word for tonight. Oftentimes I tell Brian, what is wrong with people in the church if they're not fearing God and they're not standing up and saying what God tells them to? And I thank God for your word tonight, and may he continue to bless you as you do his will. Amen. Amen. Uh, Prophet Larry Honora, do you have any words? Amen. Uh, let's see here. Southeast Pennsylvania, do you have any words? Well, I thank God for the prophet and the pastor, what he said. And um, I just thought about just before you asked me, and it had any words, a cocoon. When there's a cocoon, if you break that cocoon before it's time, you hurt that, uh, you cause that cocoon to be handicapped. And so the last words he was talking about, sometimes you want to pray out of your emotions instead of praying what the Spirit of God is saying. So um, if that person is growing, growing through a process, sometimes, like you said, we can hurt them more than we can help them by praying and because God is going to answer that prayer. So I thank God for that uh, because of the situation with my voice and whatnot. But I, I thank God because I, I understand just what he's saying. And he said to me one day, let me sit on the seat of your emotions. So, you know, it's knowing that who's sitting on the seat uh, of our emotions and who's sitting on uh, being the king of our life. Amen. And I appreciate the word. Thank you very much. Amen. Hallelujah. Minister Diana? Uh, I just, you know, really appreciate the word tonight. You know, I appreciate when God, you know, gives us what we need to hear. And um, I certainly, you know, seek blessings. I'll be a pastor, Marvin, for, for the word that you delivered this evening. Thank you very much. Amen. Sister Jazz? Um, I thank God for the man of God for allowing God to use him. Um, I receive the word. Oftentimes, as Christians, we are bold when we are in the world, but we won't be bold for God and speak what God has told us to say. And I thank Him for allowing God to use Him. Amen. Um, Pastor Jackie. God bless you. Um, West Pennsylvania, do you have any words? Amen. Uh, New Jersey? 
Amen. I thank God for the word on tonight. Amen. Because it makes one examine themselves to find out where you stand in God in order to hear from God. There's times when we ask God for a, a word or a question and we're waiting for God to answer us, but yet we don't know what's the hindering factor in our lives. So when it comes to that place in that area, then God is allowing us to take inventory on ourselves and allow us to see how we look or how we hear, I mean, how we look before his presence and how we sound before his presence. So I thank God for the word because I found myself in that word on tonight. God bless you. Evangelist Boyce, God bless you, woman of God. Bless you too. Didn't know you were on. I just saw New Jersey. I thought that might have been Minister Wyatt, but I heard your voice. I said, all right. Amen. Um, Mother Carter? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on mute because we had a watching the weather. We got a severe phone for us till 2 o'clock in the morning. So I heard the word and uh, Prophet uh, Pastor uh, Marvin, that was an awesome word, right, on-time word. And I just thank God for using you and be blessed. Amen. Um, North Carolina. Amen. Uh, We have two other West Virginians on the line other than Pastor Marvin and Minister Diana. Do either of you have any words? Awesome word, Pastor Marvin, and I thank you for it. Lord Jesus, to Tara really speak and open her mouth, let me fall out the chair while I'm sitting here. We'll fall out and keep moving. <laughs> you, look, now, you know, Pastor Marvin, you must have really said something for her to open her mouth, help the church. <laughs> Bless the name of Jesus. Um, Pastor Annie Hines, last but most definitely not least. Praise the Lord, Pastor uh, Prophet Marvin. I said thank you so much. I had a 17-year-old this morning in church stand up. Uh, we did a um, testimony, and she stood up and said, um, Pastor uh, Hines, she said, um, God says do not be discouraged of the quantity. There was only four of us in church, and I almost fell off that when she said that. I thank you for your word. It's just continual confirmation. Yes, I have heard it, but I will not. I will not give up on God. So every time I hear this line, and it's a confirmation. I just say thank you so much for your word, and keep on keeping on. Amen. 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 Truly, God is good. Amen. Amen. Pastor Marvin, as always, you have you have done what you do. <laughs> Amen. You have done what you do. Awesome word. Amen. And we praise God for you um, at all times. Uh, very briefly, uh, just want to let you know, uh, Fresh Fire does meet every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, the same dial-in number, 724 The call ID is 15303. The PIN number is 1 and the pound sign. Um, on Monday nights, we are with 
Pastor Marvin and Pastor Waitha Prevost for the um, Extreme Prophetic Intercession prayer call. That is for uh, fivefold ministry gifts only. Amen. Men and women of God, uh, preachers, amen, if you don't understand what I mean, preachers only, uh, Monday night at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Central Standard Time. If you are a five-fold ministry uh, leader, amen, man and woman of God, apostle, pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist, um, and you've been called to do the work of the Lord, you are uh, more than welcome to join us, amen, um, on Monday nights. Um, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I tell you what, I don't know what is happening on that line. Uh, Pastor Marvin had sent out a message uh, last Monday that the call was canceled. And um, I didn't see the message on Facebook, so I'm texting folk, telling folk to come on the call. And then a couple of folk texting text me back and said, well, I thought the call was canceled. And uh, <clears throat> I said, well, I, I was just informed. But that that the call was canceled, and maybe about fifteen minutes later, somebody texts me, and they said, "I'm on the line. Uh, what's going on?" And I logged into the call system, and there was people on the line that evidently weren't on Facebook or did not get notification that the call was canceled. And um, I dialed in because I'm seeing all these numbers in the room, and I'm like, "Okay, um, wow." And I'm caught, and as soon as I called in, just the presence of God um, that was in the atmosphere. People were in worship, and people were in praise, and giving God glory. Uh, women of God just just caught up in the glory of God, and I mean, just to hear the worship was phenomenal. And I text Pastor Marvin, I said, "Um, you got some folk on this line going in. <laughs> do I tell them to hang up, or do or or do we proceed?" And uh, once he gave me the green light to to proceed, I'm telling you the power of God uh, that's been moving on that line the past few Mondays. If you are a fivefold ministry gift, man or woman of God, I encourage you to meet us, amen, on Monday nights. It is an awesome move of God and, and an experience you will never forget. The call in information is uh, 218-339-8918. Once again, 218 218- Three three nine eight nine one eight. The access code is three zero four five seven three zero three three nine. Once again, three zero four five seven three zero three three nine. And uh, I'm telling you, it is your recharge, Amen. That will keep you and push you uh, throughout the rest of the week, Amen. So if you are a man or woman of God, we encourage you to meet us tomorrow night, nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, eight thirty p.m. Central Standard Time for the Extreme Prophetic Intercession Prayer Line. Amen. Um, on Friday night, I am normally with uh, Minister Teresa Knowles and Spirit of Life Ministries for Sold Out Friday. Um, but due to the fact that we are now um, we are now in 10 p.m. Um, 10 p.m. prayer on Friday nights at our home church. I've not been able to be on uh, like I would desire this past Friday, uh, nor will I be on this coming Friday. But if you uh, desire somewhere to go fellowship on Friday nights uh, at 9.30 p.m., Minister Teresa Knowles uh, will be on Sold Out Friday with Spirit of Life Ministries. 
Uh, the dialing number for that call is 559-726-1300. The access code is 723948 and the pound sign. Uh, Fridays at noon, if you're at work, amen, or you're just sitting around the house at 12 noon on Friday, nothing to do, uh, nowhere to go, just resting, Mother Regina Carter, amen, is over uh, the worship experience at 12 noon every Friday. Amen. So you can dial into that same number and uh, and worship with Mother Regina Carter on Fridays at 12 noon, Spirit of Life Ministries. And I guarantee you, amen, you'll receive a blessing. They are open every night of the week uh, for worship services as well as Monday through uh, Saturday, 12 noon uh, services. And then they just added a Saturday morning worship hour at 11 along with regular morning service every Sunday morning at 8.30. They are a mobile church on the go. So if we're not on and you're looking for somewhere to fellowship, feel free to go fellowship with Senior Pastor Daryl Clark and the Spirit of Life uh, Ministries from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, for those of you in the Montgomery, uh, Montgomery, uh, Gallagher, uh, all those good areas, this coming Friday night, um, I've been asked to be on program for Bishop Thomas Murray's uh, birthday celebration at 7 p.m. at the First Baptist Church of Montgomery, um, Friday night at 7 p.m. If you're anywhere in the area, we would love to see you uh, Friday night at 7 p.m. Uh, at the First Baptist Church of Montgomery, downtown Montgomery, West Virginia. Bishop Thomas R. Murray, uh, Jr. is the senior pastor. Amen. Uh, we will be ministering there uh, on that program on Friday night, so we ask you to be in prayer with us that God would give us the words to say to bless his people. And then immediately afterwards, we'll be heading right back down to uh, 513 Patrick Street for our 10 p.m. prayer meeting, amen, at the church. So be in prayer with us, amen, as we go forth to do the will of God uh, this coming week. Um, October the 29th through November the 1st, will be our fifth annual Fresh Fire Crusade. We are tying up some loose ends, waiting on some confirmations uh, before we release any information. Um, but mark your calendars. You don't want to miss it. Uh, we are believing God for a phenomenal move of God uh, this year. This is our fifth year. Uh, we have a couple of speakers uh, already confirmed, but we have not confirmed the rest of them uh, due to some loose ends we're trying to tie up. And uh, as soon as those loose ends are tied, we will have everything uh, ready for you um, for uh, making your hotel reservations and things of that nature. Uh, Pastor Marvin will be uh, speaking this year at the crusade, um, so keep your eyes and ears open uh, for that flyer on Facebook as well as the information um, in the days to come. Um Having a crusade of that caliber, it does uh, take finances to flow in the spirit of excellence. So as the Lord would bless you, amen, uh, you can log on to our website, bkthompson.wixwix.com forward slash fresh fire online. Click the contact tab, and uh, you can sow directly into uh, the crusade from that page. Just hit so now. It will take you to our GoFundMe page and uh, they will receive your seed, or you can sow via PayPal by submitting your seed to TrueApostolicServant at Yahoo.com, and we will receive your seed in our 
PayPal account. Amen. Every seed you sow will go directly into uh, hotel, um, hotel. Amen. Uh, expenses, things of that nature, the fee for the church, um, and whatnot for this year's crusade. And we appreciate uh, your love, your prayers, and your support. All I tell the people of God as they sow is as you sow, name your seed and watch God bring forth a harvest. Um, lastly, um, and I'm sure Pastor Marvin will share information uh, with you all, um, October the 8th, 9th, and 10th, um, Pastor Marvin and Waitha Prevost will be uh, having their very first extreme pastors and leadership conference at the Hawks Nest State Park, October 8th, 9th, and 10th. Amen. Um, Hawks Nest State Park is located in Anstead, West Virginia. Um, there are a awesome lineup of men and women of God uh, coming to teach, preach, amen, different seminars on health and things of that nature. I will uh, let Pastor Marvin um, fill you in on all that information, but you don't want to miss this extreme pastors and leadership conference um, October 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Hawks Nest State Park in Anstead, West Virginia. Mark your calendars, amen, and make uh, make preparation, make it your business, amen, to be in Anstead, West Virginia the second weekend in October for what we believe is going to be a phenomenal time in the presence of the Lord. That's all I have um, on tonight. I'm going to turn you back into the hands of Pastor Marvin that he may share with you uh, the um, the information for the retreat as well as any other announcements or um, information he needs to share. And then uh, he's going to give us our last remarks and dismiss us from this place. God bless you, Pastor Marvin. It's back in your hands. Amen. God bless you. <clears throat> Yes, yeah, so like he said, it is October 8th, 9th, and 10th at Hawksmith State Park. Um, we are going to be having um, a luncheon, starting it out a meeting greet luncheon um, for about an hour and a half. And then after that, we'll, we'll have a seminar. And then on that evening, we'll have an evening service. And then on the next day, we have tram rides for people who like to do the tram. We have jet boat, jet boat, jet boat. Um, water skiing as well, and then we're also going to have um, health and wellness seminars, and we're also going to have some other seminars around um, drug addiction and prison ministries, and um, then we have some free time to go out and visit the New Gorge Bridge and a few area attractions, and we also have um, some other things planned for that e- for that day. And then on Friday night, we do have a, um, we're going to be ending the conference um, with the, well, we're going to end the conference that Friday evening with with our service. And then on Saturday morning, those who stayed at the hotel will just be meeting to go visit some local attractions again. And um, it's a really a time of rest, relaxation, a time for ministry leadership to be rejuvenated and be blessed and be ministered back to. And um, just a time that, that we can pour back into you. And that's really the vision of this conference, of this retreat, um, so we can pour back into you so that you can be refreshed and restored and renewed and, and all of that. Um, so do make plans for that. There is no registration fee for that. Um, there is a fee for the luncheons, which we're trying to get paid. Um, if we can't get paid, then luncheons are $22 a luncheon. There will be two luncheons. 
and um, which is buffet and very, very, very good food they have there. And um, but there's no registration fee. If you're local, bring all of your leadership with you. Um, if you want to spend the night at Hawksnest State Park, the rooms are $95 a night. Um, and but you can get up to four people in a room. So if you get four people in there, you're looking at $25 a night, which is not bad at all. And it actually overlooks the New River Gorge, so it has a great scenic view as well. And um, so if you want to book your room, um, you can call Hawksnest State Park. It is in Anstead, West Virginia, or you can go to the website at hawksnestsp.com. Uh-huh. So i got to write this down. <laughs> Bless so, uh, Jesus. Yes, or you can give us or give me a call at 304-573-0339, and I can give you more information about the retreat. Um, but do bring your leadership, or if you're a minister, and um, you can come yourself. Um, find some other ministers, and y'all can share the room. Again, it'll be $25 a night um, if you get three other people with you. So it won't be very bad at all. So and there's no registration fee. So um, so there's the announcements for that. Um, we'll go ahead and dismiss. God, we thank you again for today. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the testimonies of everything that you're doing in the lives of your people. And we know that you're changing lives. We know that you're doing great things in everyone's life right now. And so, God, I ask that as we go forth tonight, that we will remember the word of God, which says that we do not need to be quiet, but we need to speak and proclaim and change the atmosphere of our own lives, our households, our communities, our neighborhoods, just like Philip did, just like Philip. He changed the whole city just because of what God placed in him. So I pray that someone on this call will be able to change the whole city just by proclaiming and preaching and teaching the word of God and showing love to the people of the world. And God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We love you, and we will see you, if not tomorrow night, uh, next Sunday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Amen. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Yeah.